what is up everyone welcome back to walking with the king podcast i'm your host Teresa king welcome to episode two i am so excited for this one yeah it's going to be a good one i don't know if you read the title or coming into it blind but this is going to be a good one this is going to be a very good topic and i really do pray that each and every one of you get something out of it but before we go into it thank you thank you for joining me today thank you for joining me last week on the kickoff of season one honestly i did not expect the podcast to go off that way <laughs> like each and every one of you came through y'all supported me through this and honestly thank you i could not be here without you i couldn't be here without your support your love and i am going to continue to pray for you like i said last week you are forever on my prayer list and i mean that so thank you <laughs> once again just i am very 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 blessed to have y'all so once saved always saved true or false i'm gonna let you think about it for a bit you know in matthew seven twenty three, jesus says and then i will declare to them i never knew you depart from me you workers of lawlessness that haunts me guys i'm not even kidding like i don't know if i'm the only one but that is such a scary thing to hear jesus tell you when you are on judgment day and for the longest time guys i'm not even kidding i would struggle with this question can you lose your salvation like i would talk to robert about it i would talk to some friends about it i was in so many like classes in the past couple of months where I'm just like asking people, like picking their brains, like, can you lose your salvation or not? And, you know, I have been praying about it. Everybody told me to pray about it. So I've been praying about it. And guys, Jesus spoke to me, you know, he's like, let me show you, girl. And guess what? I got the answer and I want to help you out. I don't know if you are struggling with this question or thinking about it like it's sitting on your brain and you're just like i really don't know Teresa. like i don't know so like today even when i was young people are always saying like how do i know i'm saved like i'm struggling with the idea of salvation like how do i know i receive the salvation like i said the salvation prayer growing up and i just really don't know if i'm saved or not so the enemy wants to keep us in the fear of the unknown and the unknown is the salvation he doesn't want you to believe that you're saved because obviously he wants you away from god he wants you to go to hell with him and be so separated from god but you know as christians we receive the salvation because what jesus did for us on the cross we didn't do anything to deserve that salvation jesus died for us for our sins the price that we were supposed to pay for our sins jesus came and took it you know hallelujah for that but the thing is is what is a christian like Teresa, what are you talking about i'm a christian like i go to church i read my bible i do this and this and this is like okay yeah are you a christian though do you know what it means to be a christian do you understand the definition behind a christian if you don't okay let me tell you so jd rogers he's a pastor 
um, for the porch. The porch is a young adults ministry in Dallas, Texas. And I love the porch. Like if y'all want to check them out, they're on YouTube. Actually, he goes into a whole sermon with salvation. So I highly recommend y'all watching this because it will definitely help you a lot more than what I'm telling you. But being a Christian is people who are justified by faith, verified by the Holy Spirit, sanctified from sin, and glorified in heaven. So justification, verification, sanctification, and glorification. I love things that rhyme. It makes it so easier to remember. So justification. We did absolutely nothing to earn our salvation. Nothing. Jesus died on the cross and paid for our sins so that we may be righteous in the eyes of the Lord. Like God sees us as perfect. Teresa, what are you talking about? I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. We're all sinners. Yeah, we are. But the thing is, is that Jesus died for us. So we could be free from our sin. And now since we're free from our sin, God sees us as perfect. You know, when we give our lives to God and we surrender our lives to him, like we fully surrender our lives to him, we are made righteous in the eyes of God. You know, God is the judge. We are the suspects. And the crime? Our sins. God is just so holy that we cannot be with him because we are full of sin we're born into sin no matter what we are sinners so because we can't be anywhere near god we can't be in heaven unless it's through the blood of jesus christ you know john 14 6 to 7 says jesus answered i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me if you really know me you will know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. No one else can see the father unless we see the son first. Once we get to know Jesus Christ, then we get to know Je- uh, we get to know the father. And Romans five one says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our lord jesus christ there's that word justified we are justified through faith we are giving our life to god through faith so we may be justified in the eyes of god think of it as like going to court god is the main judge you are the suspect and your crime is sin like i said earlier the price of your sin is eternal separation from god and guess where that's at hell that's internal separation from god is hell that is the price that we have to pay for because we're sinners but because jesus died for us we are now saved through faith because we're now justified through faith we have salvation guys ephesians chapter 3 8 through 9 says for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it is a gift from God not by works so that no one can boast you can't do anything to earn your salvation you really can't it's just us right there it is a gift from God like God gave us Jesus Christ because he loves us 
Like, isn't that amazing? <laughs> so verification. Now that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are now verified by the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, it says, And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you are marked in him with a seal, the promise of the Holy Spirit. So the same spirit that lives in you is the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave. Like, that blows my mind. Like, with a with the size of a mustard seed, with faith the size of a mustard seed, we are able to do the same miracles as Jesus did. It's the Holy Spirit in us, guys. Like, because we accepted Jesus, we are now able to be placed with the Holy Spirit. That seal that Ephesians talks about, you are marked in him with a seal, the promise of Holy Spirit, that seal cannot be broken. It really can't. God tells you who you are upon the salvation through the Holy Spirit. You are no longer your sin. You aren't. You are called to do so much more, guys. He equips you to do what he has called you to do. There is so much more planned for you that he has. Because now the Holy Spirit is in you, you're able to do that. Sanctification. What does sanctification mean? Does anybody know? Eh, you know me. I got the definition for you. The definition means set apart as or declared holy. We're holy, guys. Now that we are sanctified from sin, we are now set apart from our sin. You become more like Jesus. Now we know where that comes from. Be more like Jesus. I can't be like Jesus. Yes, you can. You have the same Holy Spirit in you. So now that you are more like Christ, God sees you as perfect because you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Teresa, this is awesome. I love it. But how are we perfect if we are all sinners? Aren't we all sinners? Yeah, we're sinners. But since we are sanctified from sin, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave is the same spirit that verifies us. Since we are holy, we are now separated from the sin, and now we are convicted when we do our wrongdoings. Second Corinthians chapter 5, 16 through 17 says, So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. <laughs> Amen. Oh my gosh, I'm going to start crying. Like, honestly, guys, when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, your life change. It changes completely. Like, my family and a little bit of our friends that stayed with us can tell you we are completely different people because we gave our life to God. Like when you surrender your life to Christ and you follow him, you are a hundred percent different, 150 percent different. 
a thousand percent different. You are no longer craving or longing those sins that you used to do because now that void that you are trying to feel like is now filled with the Holy Spirit. I know it's crazy, but you cannot say that Jesus is your Lord if you are living for the world. You can't. And I'm telling you that as a person who loves you, as a friend who loves for you and cares for you, you have to live like Jesus is your Lord if you say that he's your Lord. If you don't, then you did not fully accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But if you did and you're still living for the world, if you feel guilty about sleeping with your boyfriend or girlfriend or drinking until you black out or even cheating on your math quiz, that is the Holy Spirit telling you, hey, bro, you shouldn't be doing that. That's conviction. And we love a good conviction because that is when we're able to be reminded to be more like Jesus. So I'm going to ask you guys, is he the Lord of your life? Do you get convicted? What are you going to do about it? Is it like tugging in your heart that maybe you are living for the world and not for God? Just really think about it. Be holy, guys. Be more like Jesus. That's why Jesus died on the cross for you. Because he wants you to be more like him. And I promise you, everything, everything, everything is different when you love God more. Your mindset is different. Your body is different. Your spirit is different. Your personality is different. Your your mindset on your sins are no longer the same mindset that, you know, you have. And I'm going to just like say this real quick. If you are struggling with an addiction or, you know, struggling with a guilt that you have in your life, you know, maybe you are addicted to pornography, alcohol, like I have weed or drugs, like I have, like, if you are struggling with any hurt, habit, or hang-up, anything, it could be anxiety, could be codependency, could be alcoholism, it could be, like, drugs, it could be anything, anything. If you are struggling with anything that hurts you, any of your bad habits, or anything that you are hung up about, there is a place for you, and it's called Celebrate Recovery. I am so involved in my celebrate recovery at my church and honestly it is one of the main reasons why i am so strong in my faith so celebrate recovery is a 12-step um organization so it's not aa but we do the 12 steps and then we also have eight principles everything is christ-based everything is based through the bible to help us recover from whatever we need recovering from. I am in celebrate recovery for my abuse. I've been abused when I was in high school. I kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier. That's where I'm going to celebrate recovery for. My husband, Robert, he's going to celebrate recovery for alcoholism and food addiction. Like we are not ashamed to say, hey, we're here. We need help. God help us. There are places for you to get help. If you are, you know, an adult, Celebrate Recovery is the place for you. If you are a minor, 
Celebrate Recovery has the landing. It's for teenagers that are struggling with any hurt, habit, or hang-up. There's also kid ministry for those little ones who are still struggling with something. There is help. It doesn't even have to be Celebrate Recovery. It could be anything. There's even therapy helps, guys. I am the one to tell you I love therapy. My therapist is amazing. We also have a couples counselor to help us, you know, just navigate life together as a couple. And there's no shame of saying that we are in therapy. Like, we need to break that stigma. Like, I'm breaking it right now. There is no shame at all if you are in therapy. In fact, I am so proud of you for being in therapy because it just proves that you care about your mental health. And that's what we need in today's world, guys. Our mental health is so important and people are ashamed to say that and we shouldn't be we need to take care of ourselves mental health is health period but if you need help with anything that you're doing there is help if you don't know where to go dm me on our instagram page and i'll and i'll help you out there but there is help for you guys that was just all my heart to put that in real quick. Now, we're in glorification. We are now saved and will have everlasting life in heaven. I'm bringing out the big verse, guys. John 3:16. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. It is not by performance, but by relationships you have with Jesus. That is the reason you are saved. You know, I serve at my church. I'm involved in my celebrate recovery. I'm involved in our youth group at church. I'm a part of, I'm going to be a part of the prayer team, but I am doing this because I love Jesus so much that I want to get back to him. Like, I want to thank him for what he has done for me on the cross and give him all the honor and glory for the gifts that he has blessed me with you know if you believe that you had to do something to get saved to go to heaven then what you believe in is that what jesus did on the cross was for nothing i'm sorry that's exactly what that means if you believe there is an alternate like an alternative way to go to heaven you believe that jesus died on the cross for nothing and he didn't, guys. He died for you and me because he loves us. It is in Christ and through Christ that we are justified, verified, sanctified, and glorified. So, here we go. Once saved, always saved. True or false? Very, very, very much true. True Christians cannot lose their salvation. If you have fully surrendered your life to Jesus, you are now a true Christian. And now you are justified by faith, verified by the Holy Spirit, sanctified from sin, and glorified in heaven. Amen. Titus 3 verse 5 says, He saved us, not because of the righteous things that we have done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal 
by the Holy Spirit. If you can't earn it, you can't lose it. If you can't earn your salvation, you can't lose your salvation. It's that simple, guys. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 through 21 says, For you know that I am not with perishable things such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty ways of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defects. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him, you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him. So your faith and hope is in God. Amen. So what about those Christians that are living in unrepentant centuries? Uh, like, what about those Christians? What are they going to do? Who said they were Christians? You know, like I said earlier, I gave my life to God at an early age. Bro, I was even baptized. But honestly, I do not believe I would have gone to heaven if I died. Because I didn't live like Jesus was my Lord. I really didn't. Like, I, I said that. I said I was a Christian. I said I gave my life to God. I just didn't live like he was. I didn't live like Jesus was my Lord. And it wasn't until March 2021, last year, when I was 25 years old, when I fully surrendered my life to King Jesus and decided to live my life for him. That's when I knew that I was fully saved. And now I know where I'm going. Amen for that. But if I would have died when I was 19, 20, I wouldn't have gone to heaven. I really don't think I would have. But you could go to church and do all the things in church and still not know God. I mean, when Robert and I first got together, we served in a kids ministry at our church in Corpus Christi, Texas. We served watching over the three-year-olds in our class and you know we would go to church and right after church right after we watch over those kids we would go get mimosas and you know get hammered at brunch you know we called ourselves a checkbox christian we went to church we posted on social media that we were at church we posted on social media that we are serving at the kids ministry you know we had friends in church we did things that Christians do, but we were not Christians. We were still in our addiction. We were still surrounded by sin. And First John chapter 2, verse 23 says, No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. First John chapter 3, verse 6 says, No one who lived in him keeps on sinning. I'm going to read that again. No one who lives in him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen him or known him. Boom. Right there. You cannot say that you live for God and keep on sinning. Teresa, we're still sinners. Yes, we're still sinners, guys. But, like, we repent our sin. We are living for God. We have surrendered our life to Jesus and you want to know what Jesus says go and sin no more 
So guess what we're trying to do? We're trying not to sin no more. Of course, we are not perfect, but that's where the Holy Spirit comes in and says, hey, be more like Jesus. This isn't right. Like, we need to act more like Jesus. You know, WWJD, what would Jesus do? And, you know, it is okay to have slip-ups. It is perfectly okay. You know, like what we say in Celebrate Recovery, if you have a relapse, there's no shame in coming back. Just know that you are welcomed back by the Holy Spirit and by Jesus Christ. And you need to know that it is okay to not be okay. But you also need to know that you need to come back to him. As, you know, say to God, take this from me. You know, in Celebrate Recovery, everybody will, you know, kind of work on a certain topic. And then realize, oh, hey, I have this problem, too. You know, for example, my husband, he is, he just recovered from alcoholism. Amen. That's so good. But he had just realized, you know, I have a food addiction. And he's going to work on that. It is okay to, you know, still realize, hey, I'm in the middle of a sin. But it is your responsibility as a believer, as a Christian, to get that fixed. And that's why Jesus created, you know, groups. And that's, you know, that just goes back to last week's episode when I said surround yourself with Christians, other Christians and groups and stuff, because Jesus wants you to go through life with other people. He doesn't want you to be alone. God did not create you to be alone. He wants you to have a community and to live through him in that community. You just have to take responsibility on your sin and go and sin no more. Go work on it. There is so many groups, so many classes, therapy to help you on what you are going through. Guys, just be all in on king jesus don't be lukewarm in revelations chapter 3 verse 16 jesus says because you are like lukewarm water neither hot or cold i will spit you out of my mouth you know my pastor pastor ed in community bible church here in san antonio texas what he says is you know, you can't have one foot on one side of the fence and another foot on the other side of the fence because that hurts. <laughs> like, it really does. You cannot live for the world and live for Jesus at the same time. You really can't. You are a lukewarm Christian and Jesus will spit you out of your mouth. Because going back to First John chapter 3, verse 6, no one who lives in him keeps sinning. So I'm going to sit on that with you. What are you struggling with? What is the sin that you are struggling with so much? It could be, you know, you're in a relationship with your boyfriend or girlfriend and be thinking, you know, we're having premarital sex. This isn't what God wants me to do. It could be, you know, an addiction on pornography, sex, drugs, alcohol, anything food it could be lying like are you constantly living in a lie or lying about something that you did or done or don't want people to talk about 
Like, what is the sin? There are so many sins out there. What is God telling you that you need to surrender to him? Surrender to King Jesus, guys, and you will experience true freedom. I'm going to close this out in a prayer. Lord God, I just want to thank you for speaking through me to talk to these people who are listening to this podcast, wherever they're at in their life right now, whatever they're doing, whatever situation they're in. I just pray that you take them for who they are, just like you said you would. You take us for who we are. We don't have to fix each other. We don't have to fix ourselves. We don't have to cleanse ourselves to be with you. You want us in our full dirt and our shame and our guilt because you know what we need work on and i just pray that whoever is listening to this and is struggling with this one thing that they just can't give up i pray that they just surrender that to you i pray that they open up your heart their heart to you lord i pray that you come into their life and let them experience true freedom Tell them in their heart to surrender to you. Whatever that they're going through, nothing is impossible with you. There is no reason to be ashamed in who we are, but we just know that you are the one that tells us who we are at the end of the day. And I just pray that if someone is struggling with any addiction, that they seek you and they surrender that void that they're trying to fill with that substance or that person or whatever it may be. And that void is now filled with your Holy Spirit. Lord God, I just want to thank you again for this podcast and for speaking to people and speaking to me, coming back to me and speaking to me on what I need to work on for myself. And I surrender that to you, Lord. And I pray this in Jesus' mighty and powerful name. Amen. What are you struggling with, guys? What is something that you're struggling to surrender? I pray that you guys are convicted by this podcast and be like, Lord, help me out here. Your brother or sister needs some help. Also, please know that my DMs are always open at walkingw.thekingpodcast on Instagram. And I also have a Facebook. My DMs are always open if you need prayer, if you need like help on where to go from here, or you know, what or just say hi to me. Like say, hey, I liked your podcast. You're cool. I know. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But just feel free to text me on DM, guys. Um I just pray that you have a beautiful day and I have a I have something really fun for you next week. I'm going to have two special guests, not one. I'm going to have two special guests and they are full of fire and full of Jesus and honestly, I cannot wait for you to meet them. So come back next Monday and get to meet two of my closest friends, guys. You are going to love next week's podcast. So until then, I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.